How to Supercharge Your Sex Drive Naturally, Part 2. So I've been in the fitness industry for the past 17 years, and I've learned from some of the world's leading experts when it comes to holistic health, fitness, exercise, program design, nutrition, and more. And I used to focus on optimal health, how to optimize hormone levels, how can I be my best through addressing my physiology, through exercise, through nutrition, through lifestyle. And I got hung up for a little while on the chemicals in our environment and how they were affecting our hormone levels, especially men, and uh, lowering our testosterone and raising our estrogen. And these chemicals were everywhere. You may have even heard of them, xenoestrogens. They're the chemicals that are found in plastics and some pesticides that pretend to be estrogen when they're inside your body. And you may have even heard of phytoestrogens, like the type of estrogenic-like compound that's found in soy. So I used to be really focused on that and keeping that out of my diet, staying away from chemicals. I used to also look at aging and, you know, how, how men's uh, testosterone levels have declined generationally. There's some research showing that testosterone levels have dropped from one generation to the next to the next, meaning a 60-year-old man today in 2015 in general has a lower testosterone level than a 60-year-old man 30, 40, 50 years ago. And there's a research study showing that. There's also a research study showing that in general, as men age, their testosterone levels decline. And if you're wondering what that has to do with sex drive, in case you don't already know, testosterone levels, or more specifically, the balance of our sex hormones, including testosterone, estrogen, DHEA, androstendio, and all the other sex hormones, if they're not in the right balance to each other, the right amounts, then our sex, then we're not going to have as much sexual desire. We're going to have problems with erections. So what I did was I really focused on dialing in my nutrition. I focused on my food quality. And I focused on some other things in my lifestyle. But still, as I got to about 30 years old, I still had a problem. I still was losing my sex drive. I felt old. I felt like I, uh, I was aging at an accelerated rate. My knees were hurting when I'd sit down on the couch. And I didn't feel like my erections were as strong or uh, my sex drive was as high as when I was in my early 20s. But yet, I was still doing many of the same things. And it wasn't until I started getting into sleep that things started changing for me. And I thought I was doing all the right things. And I was just, maybe I was just, something was wrong with me genetically. Maybe I was just one of those people. I, I, I really peaked in my 20s. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm aging prematurely. And my sex drive has gone away. And uh, my sexual desire and, and my body and my joints are hurting. And because I was doing so many things right. 
And then I started learning about sleep hygiene. I started learning about the power of sleep. And the problem is we're all affected by this. Sleep is sleep deprivation is a huge issue today. Huge. And it's affecting all of us because sleep is what happens at night, but what happens to most of us when nighttime comes is we turn on the lights. It's the second daytime. In fact, if you've worked all day while the sun was out, now the sun's gone down, you're home. Now it's time to really enjoy yourself, right? Here's the problem. We are designed a certain way and we can't get around it. For example, you need oxygen. If you don't get oxygen in your body, you will be brain dead within a few minutes. You need water. You need to regularly drink water. If you don't, if you try going without water for too long, you die. You need food. You can go weeks without it, but eventually you will die if you don't get it. There's no amount of meditation. There's no amount of affirmations. There's no amount of psychological tricks or tactics that you can do to overcome this biological fact. And I want to throw something else into the mix. Sleep. No, it's not sexy. No, it's, it's not that fun for most of us. It's something that, oh, all right, I guess it's time to go to bed. But it has the most powerful effect on our hormone levels, hormone levels, rather, uh, apart from all the other stuff that I mentioned. It, it, can, it has the power to enhance your hormones, enhance your sex drive, or to crush it if you don't get enough or don't get enough good quality sleep. So, it's something that needs to be thrown in there, just like oxygen, just like exercise, just like food, just like water. It belongs, it's so important, it belongs up there with all those, all those things. Because if you're an exercise guy like me, that's when the recovery happens from your exercise program. But even if you're not exercising right now, which you should be, even if you're not, that's when you consolidate memories. That's when your brain gets cleaned of this stuff called beta amyloid that if allowed to, bring, uh, to build up in your brain, it is correlated with Alzheimer's disease and dementia and all types of other problems. So it's something that we need, this, this sleep, this inconvenient thing. And Maybe you're like, oh, well, Ted, you know, I take sleep drugs. If I don't, if I have problems sleeping, I just pop an Ambien or something like it. Well, unfortunately, that doesn't give you the same quality sleep as all the things that I'm going to mention in this episode today. So you can't get away from that. You can't get away from it. It's something that we need. So uh, other things that happen during sleep are testosterone gets released during rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep. You've probably heard of that. And growth hormone gets released. And growth hormone only helps you grow to a certain age. And then it's 
what many people call the anti-aging hormone. It has such a powerful effect on our skin, our fat, uh, our muscles, our fat, our organs. So sleep is imperative and more specifically, good quality sleep is imperative to having a healthy life, having a healthy body and having a healthy sex drive. So how do we ramp up our uh, sex drive through addressing this, this inconvenient thing called sleep? Well, number one, it starts in the morning. And I'll tell you something. You've probably heard of serotonin, right? And serotonin is what a lot of antidepressants work on. It's a neurotransmitter. It gets formed in your brain. And again, it's what a lot of these antidepressants work on and to increase, to increase the levels of it so you're happier. And you've probably heard of melatonin. In fact, you can buy melatonin in a pharmacy or in a supplement store. It is a brain chemical or and also a uh, hormone. And uh, no need to get into the distinguishing factors there and what those are, but all you need to know is it's naturally produced in your brain. Well, melatonin is made from serotonin. And for your body to make adequate levels of serotonin, you need to get vitamin D. Vitamin D is what helps the process, the biochemical pathway to create serotonin in, in your body. So if you don't have vitamin D, you're not, you may not have enough serotonin. If you don't have enough serotonin, you don't have enough melatonin. And if you don't have enough melatonin, it's going to be hard for you to sleep at night. So this is the first thing that I tell people to address. When you wake up in the morning, get some natural sunlight. And why sunlight? Because you don't eat vitamin D. Although you can supplement with it, and we'll get to that in a second. But your body makes vitamin D through sun exposure. Sun hits your skin, and it gets synthesized in your skin. Vitamin D is also not a vitamin. It's a hormone. And hormone is just a fancy name for a chemical that gets made in one part of your body, then then, uh, then, then moves to a different part of your body and does something there, right? So vitamin D is, is, uh, something, is a hormone that affects other parts of your body and it's made in your skin. So you need to get some natural sunlight in the morning. How much should you get? Well, it depends on your skin color, frankly, because of uh, you know darker skin people have more of what's called melanin. Not melatonin, but melanin. That's the skin cell that uh, uh, has the color to it. So people from Africa who are real dark have more melanin than people who are from Europe who have very pale skin. So how much do you need? Well, if you're on the lighter skin side, make sure you get 10 minutes, 15 minutes. The idea is don't get burned. And if you have a darker skin color, then you're going to even need more. And to take the guesswork out of it, no matter what your skin, how, how uh, light or dark your skin color is, make sure you get your vitamin D checked. We need to measure 
our vitamin D to make sure we're on the right track with what we do with sun, with sun exposure. And if you're dark skinned, you're going to need more sun exposure. If you're light skinned, you're going to need less. But unless you go get your levels measured, you're not going to know. Okay. So that's the first thing. Get your, get your vitamin D levels checked. And you can do that in a simple blood test at your doctor. Then you can start to play around with sun exposure. Then you'll have to check it again to go and see if it's raised. But just in general, um, get some sun exposure every day. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe a little bit more if you're darker skinned. A little bit less if you're super pale, right? But we need to have vitamin D levels to make adequate levels of serotonin and melatonin. And if you're a person for some reason, because there are people who either live in a climate that just there is sunlight isn't that available, then it's time to look into supplementation. It's time to get a vitamin, uh, a vitamin D3 supplement to add to what you're doing. And again, how do you know how much to take? Well, that's, that's uh, beyond the scope of this episode today, but I want you to get your levels checked. I want you to do some research and I want you to start taking a supplement. Okay. And you can follow the directions on the supplement to start. Then you can reassess and go from there, but you have to get vitamin D3 in your body. So that is the start. Now let's talk about at night because this is really important. The first thing I tell people to do is to create a sleep cave. And what is that? That means no electronics in your room. That's right, no electronics. Get rid of everything that has a light on it or that has a Wi-Fi connection. And definitely get rid of the TV in your room. Seriously, get rid of it. Go put it somewhere else. Go give it to someone, go sell it on Craigslist, whatever you need to do, but don't watch TV in your bedroom. So the second thing you need to do is to make sure that your sleep cave is nice and dark. The third thing is you need to make sure it's nice and cold. The fourth thing, and how cold, by the way, somewhere in the 70 to, to 67 degrees area. You need, you, you need it to be cold to ensure optimal quality sleep. And again, if you're in a hot climate like I am in Miami Beach, then you're going to have to crank up the AC. And let me tell you, it's worth every penny of what you'll have to pay on your energy bill. And if you're in a climate that's a bit colder, then you, well, you're going to save a little bit of money. But ensure that it's cold around 70 to 67 degrees, and that's Fahrenheit for all the uh, listeners out there who don't go by that system, who, who are in Celsius. So the, uh, the fourth thing is to make sure that you sound either soundproof your place, you wear earplugs, that's the second option, or you, you do what I do, I use a fan, and that also keeps me cooler, you know, the wind chill factor. Uh, and it, it creates a white noise effect where it blocks out uh, the ambient noise from outside. 
because I live in a place where it can get a bit loud sometimes. That's South Beach. That's the type of environment I live in. So that blocks everything out. But you don't want noises to wake you up in the middle of the night. That is something that's controllable. So make sure you do those things. So that's four steps right there that you can apply into, you can start applying right away to create your sleep cave. And uh, just to touch on one thing I mentioned as far as making it dark, you want it to be pitch black. How do you do that best? Well, you can black out your windows with tape, although that is not so aesthetically pleasing, especially if you're looking at your place from the outside, but you can get blackout curtains and you can find those on amazon.com for for a reasonable price and put them up. Just make sure you measure and, and do all the necessary things there. It is completely worth it to do this because uh, when you have good quality sleep because you've set up what I call your sleep cave, you will feel like a million bucks in the morning and it will do much to up your sex drive because you will be creating, you will be producing testosterone like crazy. Now, let's talk about the sleep ritual because there's some issues here. Huge problem for people is what's called sleep onset, okay? And that is the ability to go to bed quickly. Some of you are probably like, well, I don't have that problem. I can sleep anywhere. Awesome. In fact, I'm envious of you. But if you're a person like me who is occasionally too worked up from the, the day, from what you've got going on, or you've been on your computer or watching TV or doing something that's ramped you up, ramped up your energy level, then you need to address this. You need to come up with a sleep ritual at night. And what is that sleep ritual? Well, an hour to two hours before sleep time, which you should have a scheduled sleep time. Mine, by the way, is 10 p.m. Do I always get in bed by 10 p.m.? No, but most of the time I do. And what I do is I start dimming the lights one to two hours before. Let's say one hour for you. Let's try to make it as easy as possible. So one hour before, you start dimming the lights in your house. You don't have all the lights on. Not only will you make up for the uh, extra energy that you spend on your AC, cranking it to 67 degrees, but it will, it will also create this environment where your brain starts to understand that it's dark out. Not only is it dark outside, but it's dark inside. Because we've created this second daytime in our houses, in bars, in nightclubs, and uh, it's artificial. Again, going back to that vital for human beings survival, sleep is, is part of that. So we're going against nature and you can do it, but you are going to lose eventually. And that's why so many guys, I think, are depressed, have low energy, have low sex drive, have trouble getting erections because they don't pay attention to this vital component of optimal health. So what we need to do, again, is to start to wind down, not just psychologically, but also, uh, also our environment. So start making things darker. Start, uh, if you can also 
stay off your computer, stay off your phone, stay off your tablet. And the reason why dimming the lights and staying away from the computer and the iPhone or Galaxy, whatever, you know, don't give me any hate mail <laughs> if you happen to be a Galaxy user, uh, but is that it goes back to that melatonin I talked about. And light from your computer, light from your uh, house lights, light from your uh, from your uh, your tablets and phones and all those other things have a certain type of light that mimics sunlight in that affects your melatonin production. And if you're exposed to light, I want you to think about this for a second because I know maybe this might be a little bit technical. Think about the last time you were glued to your computer or phone and then you got right into bed and tried to go to sleep. How did it go down? Were you able to fall asleep very quickly? Or did you feel kind of wired and felt like, you know, you tossed and turned for 30 minutes, 60 minutes, maybe two hours before you're able to fall asleep? Think about it. So that's, those are three things that you can do to ensure great quality sleep. We talked about the morning ritual where you're either getting some sun or taking some vitamin D. We talked about how you need to measure your vitamin D level to know exactly where you are and where you need to get to. And that's done through your doctor or there's some blood tests that you can do online, but I highly recommend if you're not, if you don't already know about that and know how to do that on your own, then you go see your doctor. We've also talked about how to set up your sleep cave how you need to make it cold, dark, you need to make sure there's no sound, and how you need to make sure that, uh, that it's set up uh, for sleeping instead of watching TV or, or working. We've also talked about having a sleep ritual where you're winding down. And now I wanna give you a couple of things in case you happen to be one of those people who, uh, you know, you get into bed, then you're tossing and turning and you can't go to bed right away. And I'll tell you something, if you can't go to bed within say 30 minutes, I want you to get up. I want you to do some light stretching, some light exercise, or if you know how to do yoga breathing, do that. Or if you know how to do some meditation, then do that. What you're trying to do is wind down your brain. Your brain's still going, going, going. You need to calm it down so that you can relax enough to get in bed and go to sleep. And let me tell you, as unsexy as it is, as unappetizing as doing all these things may be to you, it will have a huge effect on your testosterone levels. It will have a huge effect on your energy levels. It will have a huge effect on your mood. It will have a huge effect on your ability to be creative, to learn things, to uh, come up with uh, solutions to the problems that you have in your life, and most importantly, to and most relevant to this talk today, it will help you with your sex drive. Don't be surprised if you start waking up with an erection in the morning. And 
That may be funny or silly or whatever, but it is a great measure, no pun intended, of your physiological health. And what I want you to do is start backing these nights together. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, hey, I'm not going to do all this stuff all the time. I got a life to live. I've got fun to, to have. I've got women I have to go out on dates with. I have friends that I'm going to hang out with. I've got all this other stuff going on. Cool. I just told you what was optimal. You need to understand where you are. You, you, now you understand what's optimal. Now it's up to you to decide where you fit along that continuum. But I will tell you this, you will suffer the consequences or the results more specifically of your actions. So if you find yourself, if you find your health starting to, to get bad, if you find your energy level starting to go down, if you find that you're waking up with less morning erections, then I would say that you need to spend more time doing this. And if you do, I promise you, you're going to notice a difference. So that wraps, wraps up this section. I hope you learned a lot. And more importantly, I hope that you actually take what you learned today and apply it into your life. And if you do, I want you to reach out to me, leave a comment on this article, uh, find me on Facebook, reach out to me somewhere and let me know how it goes down. That's all I've got for you. And I'll talk to you in part three.